2: well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Talk Recorded live. On December the 3rd, 2015, Book of Revelation, Chapter 13. Welcome, everyone. Uh, we have some interesting folks tuned in tonight, and uh, who's telling you good evening? Yeah. Oh, she's all right. So we're uh, last week uh, we covered the same seven or eight chap- uh, eight verses of chapter thirteen uh, from a very minute perspective. Tonight we wanted to look at those same verses uh, with a little broader view. Because chapter 13 is so critical. See, chapter 12, the book of Revelation starts all over again. And we have uh, uh, the Messiah born to the woman. And who was the woman? Everybody? Anybody? Israel Israel, or Judah in particular. That's right. And, and now, now this is going to, uh, uh, from, from this point, we have the, um, the civil government of Rome is going to be the enemy of um, the truth of the Jews, not the Jews, particularly. And we'll there will be more to that later. So let's begin with verse 1, chapter 13. And here we have... Um, oh, you know, before that, I want to go to Psalms 48 and verse 1, just as a, uh, another verse of uh, explaining
2: symbols. In Psalms... 48, verse 1. Great, huge, mega is the Lord. And he is to be praised proportionally to who he is.
0: That's why that word is repeated. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. See
1: that? See that?
0: Now, notice the rest of it here for the symbol symbolism. In the city of our God, you wouldn't expect non-godly people to praise Him in a great way, equal to who He is. You wouldn't expect that. But in the city of our God, and that city of our God is also called what in that verse? His holy mountain. So, see, sometimes it's going to be a mountain. Sometimes it's going to be a city. The city of our God is where he is to be praised. And where he is being praised is his city and his his holy mountain. So that's just, those terms are used to describe the place where a great God is being praised. just to show you that uh, the Bible is full uh, of um, symbolic language. That, that's what adds to it its beauty, its richness. Now, we have a call to expand the, uh, in verse 1 of chapter 13. We have a call out that we need to expand the enemy's work against the Jews. Against the things of God. So the dragon is standing on the point of restraint.
2: Isn't that what a seashore does? It restrains the ocean. And he's standing on that point calling people to break their restraint. And when he has this call out, he's
0: addressing the sea, and the sea is what?
2: The masses of people, and out of that mass of people he sees a beast, a beast coming up out. Can you look at the word
0: beast in the Greek for me and see whether what the gender is? Then I saw a beast coming up out of the sea, the mass of people, and I don't know for sure. I uh, I'm guessing
1: that it's going to be feminine.
0: Oh, that's an idea, but let's see. Uh, we're we're looking for, um, and if it is what I think it is, if it's neuter, and have you got the right word, folks? If the beast is neuter. Then all of these verses where it says his, his, his ought to be what? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: It, it, it. Unless there's a change. And we'll, we ought to check that out as we go a little further down the line here.
2: So I saw a beast and it. Now it's not personified yet. And I saw a beast coming out of the sea.
0: That's going to break the restraint of the seashore. We need
2: more reinforcements to get our job done. That's how the dragon was thinking. We're
0: going to talk a little bit about that in a minute here. So this 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 um non personalized thing, and it's an it coming up out of the sea the mass of
2: humanity and it has ten horns and it has seven heads. Now, do we remember from last week what the horns represent? Uh, The seven heads are seven kings they're they're kings with authority, yeah, and, the
0: kings, uh, and horns are kings, but by delegation. Yeah. You see that? It, we, that's that's what they are. And on his horns were ten what? Right. Or diadems. diadems, and that's how we know that they were um, they they were the ones that were waiting for a position. Because they have a diadem, that that means that they are not the original source. They're they're not autonomous as the as the seven heads were, but they're appointees or like employees of the kings.
1: Uh, we, we dealt with that last week. In this verse, all of the other kids are new. Oh, they are. the other are they stay new.
0: Okay. Folks, uh, Alex has brought a good thing to our attention here is that um, he has said that all of the places here where the beast is described as a his, it ought to be a or an It. it. Now, do you see that? So we want to remember that wherever we go now until we get a change, if we do, and I'm not sure at this point. But the beast is an it, not personalized.
1: That works well with it being the idea of it. Of the beast is a whole thing of the government, a government. That's right. The government doesn't have a gender.
0: No. The government
1: is purely an idea.
0: Okay, good point. So we we've looked at the ten horns. We've looked at the seven heads last week. We had them on the board last week, so they're there for. One's review, if you have that information, and on his horns uh, were ten diadems. That that means that uh, they they were those who uh, um, were had a delegated position, uh, <clears throat> and so they were in holding. They they were waiting uh, to be placed in a position, and that's what uh, the horns were, and that's why they were wearing diadems. It was given to them on, um, uh, because they were, I can't think of the word I used last week, it escapes me right now. But anyway, on his heads were blasphemous names. And that's kind of where we want to, where we want to plug in tonight. Blasphemous means that these were names coming forth from the principal kings,
2: that have an intent to revile. The intent of blasphemy is to corrupt,
0: to defile, and particularly here we're going to find
2: to defile how God is known. Now stepping out of our context for a moment into current situation. Most religion defiles the real person of God. And to defile the God who is there into something other than who he is
0: is blasphemy. So all false religions or all religions that have false thinking are a part of blaspheming and defiling the very picture and image of God or, the image of God that the people should have of God is being defiled by religion today That's stepping out of the context for a while
2: <clears throat>
0: and another thing that blasphemy does it tends to pulverize the very fabric of god's nature, and that's the worst kind of that's the worst kind of slander. Titus chapter 2 and verse 5 gives us another word um, <clears throat> that I don't think is any stronger, but it may help clarify the word blasphemy. It is the word blasphemy in the Greek, but it is translated uh, in verse 5, did I say? Titus 2, 5. Look at there. That God will not be, that God will not be what? All right so that God will not be dishonored. The word, the word of God will not be dishonored by the conduct of some. And he mentions there uh, a list of things. But <clears throat> So the word dishonor, if you look that up, why it's the same word, it's the word blasphemy, but it means to discredit, to dishonor something that has great honor, and we have diminished it. We've tarnished it. So the objective of these names, then on these kings,
2: is to corrupt. To destroy how God should be known. That's That's character. That is. That's, that's. that's the character. That's the, customer,
0: that's the character of this beast. And it's the seven kings.
2: And it's ten horns. To destroy the names were, to,
0: were used to destroy how God should be known amongst the world and amongst their own people, amongst all people. So it is obvious now what the objective is. So that's why the dragon who is whom? The devil. the devil Satan he is calling for reinforcements calling up something that he is uh that has the capability
2: of corrupting and he's going to enable it to do that. I'm going to add something now that, I've, I, that um, you might
0: prove me wrong. Um, but I think that generally speaking, but not always, I think there are some exceptions in this case. The word demons, I think, is usually uh, in uh, the neuter case as well. Who is it then that activates the demons in the four Gospels?
2: It was Satan, yeah, the the demons were
0: neuter objects that were imperson, impersonalized by the devil, given speech, giving hearing, giving interaction amongst people. They were neuter, and the same thing is true with spirit is neuter, always neuter. I'm not sure that's always, I, I'm just going to, from memory, and I'm not sure that's always the case, but it probably is, that demons are in the neuter gender. you know, Neil? Well,
1: um, I, I know they are in most places. But yeah, I and there may be, everywhere. if there are some
0: exceptions, I'm not aware of it now, but the point is that the reason they're neuter is is because there's going to be something else that's using them for their purpose, and they need to be neuter in gender, so they can take on the personality of who's going to manipulate them. See that? And so this beast is going to be manipulated by whom? And when, when the manipulator, who is whom? Satan. When he manipulates the beast, the glory that goes to the beast is really going to go to whom? Satan and we're going to find that out we're not guessing it says that in just a few moments so we have not discussed the blasphemous names and what that means is is that on his head on its heads see there we its its heads were blasphemous names they were there they were placed there by apparently the dragon we're not told that And he has got there everything, everything out there for everybody to see that would corrupt and destroy the right way to see God. Boy, don't we ever get into a situation where what we're doing distorts people's view of God. I don't know of anything that would be more serious than that. Isn't that one reason why In the epistles, it says, don't be many teachers because you will surely receive the greater judgment. Because if what you teach is not right, you're distorting something about God that he doesn't want distorted. Otherwise, he'd have given us the distortion to begin with. And he hasn't done that. He's given us the truth. Our job is to get to it. That's why, folks, it doesn't matter who's right. Nolan, it matters...
1: What's right. right? What's right? Yes. What's right? What's
0: right? That's why we always have to be focused on what's right, not who's right.
1: <clears throat> and in teaching, as we've always said, the what? And in teaching, you know, to approach the teaching right, sure. Right? You know, it's the same thing. It's don't teach people what to think, but teach them how.
0: How to To think. And give them the tools on how to do it.
1: So they can use the God-given free free will to make their own decisions about that's things. Right. And it's always more sincere that way.
0: And you know, it, it, it puts you in a state of
1: freedom. It is. It is freedom. There's it's no enslavement.
0: Freedom. No manipulation. I get a little uh, verbose sometimes trying to make a point that I think is right. But that's only to make a point. You know, it's, it's only only to do
1: that. Well, if more, if more we're really aware, and this is a great study for this, of how, how Satan does manipulate mm-hmm. and, and, and how that is the the method, and all those who follow him, that's their method too. Yep. And so you, wouldn't you think more people would hate it?
0: But they love they it. They do, and, and, and pretty soon we're going to find the whole world following after that because there's something attractive
2: about it. So in verse 2, and by the way, that's why another thing is we 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 don't want to be fragile.
0: One of one of the one of the things that we we try to emphasize in the church is to people to be strong. No, don't be fragile. Don't get your feelings hurt. You know, this what do they what do they call this um, political correctness thing? You know I don't like that, but it's got in the church, and we're so fragile, and we need to get over that. You know we we need to get toughened up. I don't mean hard, but we need to get toughened up to where we don't get our feelings hurt over. I you know it just not everybody's gonna like everybody, but so what? <laughs> you know that's that's no that's not okay necessarily, but. That's the way it is. Get over it. You know, just get over it. Boy, you can, boy, I'll tell you, we've got to walk on eggshells, and I'm not in for that. Anyway, verse 2, because we need to finish all seven verses if we possibly can tonight, and if we don't, we don't. But the beast, the beast, which I saw was like a leopard. Now, we did this last week, but we're, you can see that I'm putting a different slant to it today haven't changed the message, haven't changed the symbols, but now I'm trying to add uh, some personality to it. So the beast which I saw was like a leopard, and his feet were like those of a bear. His mouth was like the mouth of a lion. and And the dragon gave him, what's the next? It's power, right? Okay, so now what is it that enlivens the beast? All right. Well, Satan does.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Satan in life, because he is, it's a neuter. It's a box with nothing.
1: It's it's dragon,
0: it? But it's the dragon, is it? No, the dragon is, a, I think the dragon. Well, let's check and see. You know, I don't like to go by memory.
1: Because it does say his again. <laughs>
0: yeah. But there is talking about uh, the beast. Yeah. So you know, it's, What
1: we just read was talking about the dragon. The dragon's power was given to the beast. Oh, the, Okay. The yeah, the
0: dragon's power was given to the beast.
1: The so where are we at, son? The dragon is masculine.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, the uh-huh. dragon is masculine. So, so that so
1: the his is right.
0: Is, his is right for the dragon. Right. For yeah. the dragon,
1: not for... Mike.
0: But for the beast. Yeah. And the beast which I saw was like a leopard. Leopard. And you
1: see here, gave him the dragon.
0: The, yeah. And the dragon gave it the yeah. beast. Yeah. His power, his throne, and his great authority, well, he had to get it somewhere because he's what he's a nothing he he's nothing the beast is nothing it has to it has to be given something because it's just a, a an egg just a shell it's neuter it has nothing it has no personality. It's just whatever you do to it. And so what is the dragon going to do with He has created something that he can fully manipulate and control and make it to do what he wants in this image, in this picture of John. That's powerful.
1: David? Yes? Do you think we have a beast in Washington these days? <laughs>
0: Well, that's jumping out of the context, but it's jumping way out of it. But I'm sorry, it popped into my head and came out of my mouth before I could grab it back. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Well, but it really does seem so at times. Doesn't it? Does. It does. It does. And we'll probably get some more application of that along the way. Yeah. Um. Sorry. So the, that's all right. That's I like that. But so the beast and see that's our clue that there are four beasts because this is telling us of the composite of Daniel, of the four beasts. And now he's given us three here. And the fourth one was whom in Daniel? Or what? Rome. Rome. The Roman government. And so now he is telling us about this new beast that comes up after the other three. So we're completing the composite of the beast.
1: And, and this his, his, these kids that are out here how come it's showing these two parts both masculine and this one here that's neuter the neuter one shows masculine and it's, the, oh, and, and it's, and it's about his, his throne and then his authority because it's talking about the, the dragon and the Satan but it shows both here it shows the, the here's the neuter one oh 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 well, that's the variant. its not pulling it up here. It's, oh, I see. It's not actually showing it, but there's an N and an M, and most of the designations for neuter and
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So as those things are coming together, they're applying to the both. Is it a passing on of his throne and his authority? Going—is it a trans—trans? Trans, moving? I think that—that's the translator doing this. Well, you can almost see why, though. Alex,
0: you've brought up a point that I don't know the answer to okay. right now.
1: We'll, then let's, let's move, uh, we'll,
0: we'll now. move on. Um, I, I need to. I, either they're, either they're confused. The translators are confused, or there is something going on here that I need to take a new look at.
1: Now, I, I know these. The next ones the same. Way. The next one's the same. I, know, I know these are 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 in uh,
0: as genitive, they're in the genitive. Um,
1: and the him above, or the it above, it is is in the, the dative. So, uh, so well,
0: I you see, the the reason is that in the genitive, in the genitive, both the masculine and the neuter both have the same ending. Okay. You can't tell the difference from the Greek. Okay. Well, that. It, it's like the word filled filled with the spirit it should be filled in spirit but the word filled is in the middle voice but the, but the ending of middle voice is the same as the ending in passive voice so the translators have always translated the word filled in passive voice and that's not the case it should be in the middle voice but the endings are the same See, there's some yeah. some of those little idiosyncrasies in the greek that you have to look at
1: you have to it from the context
0: from the context or from another book written which,
1: which do we have this here we have the context of if
0: we have the context of if, if if it's obvious that it's referring to the beast and and i and i think it is but you see it could be either way here because it could be that he gave him uh, that the dragon gave him uh, his power or that is from out of himself in that case the his, the his would be accurate or if it, if the dragon gave him its power then it's speaking about the power of the beast but here he, you see I think it's his is right coming to think about it more I hadn't thought about this before great great point uh, that the dragon is the operative subject here and the verb is gave, so the the object is his power. the object of the the direct object, the accusative case here is that uh, the dragon gave him the power that was his power, so his power was not the beast's power, it was the dragon's power, so the his would be right. that would be my immediate you know if I think about it, I may have to change that, but,
1: but good he, good point the dragon gave it. His power and his throne. Yeah,
0: and there's where they got the mistake there. The dragon gave it.
1: Well, was that first him uh, neuter? The first him is, is, is neuter. Well, that's, that, that's correct, and then the next two should be masculine.
0: Uh, which should be masculine. That, that, that fits the context. Yeah, yeah, and There again, the translators are leaving it open, leaving, which is not really right, according so, to the
1: context according
0: to the context.
1: Yeah. the dragon is not an it. Yep.
0: Okay guys, that's good. I like that kind of a uh, that's great. Any questions on that? We may not have completely resolved it, but um I'll I'll try to think about that some more. So, moving on, so the dragon gave it his power which means that the beast got his power and his throne and his authority from whom? That's uh, from the dragon. So the the dragon now is filled with Satanism. You know, everything, everything that he's got has come from where? The devil. The devil. Remember, the dragon is the devil. And he's not happy about it. The the dragon is not happy about what's going on. That's why he's called for some reinforcements, and uh, he is. We we have an exact situation here where we know that this beast represents civil Rome because of Daniel, and he's tied us in in verse two with the composite of Daniel's image, and now we have the boost the, the beast coming up as a composite of all of those items of Daniel in chapter 2 and 7. Now, <clears throat> i gotta I got to go beyond the text a bit. I think I put this in the notes. I'm not sure.
2: <clears throat> now, remembering where sin began, The Bible, in its whole picture, explains to us what God is up to. Now, if you have a little group of people sometime, and you want
0: to get a lot of various ideas, ask them what they think God is up to. Now, if you got ten people, what kind of answers are you going to get? About ten of them, and yet the Bible's purpose is to tell us what it is God is up to. So ought we to know? And that's you know that's where we are on Tuesday nights, and not not now, but that's where we start our Tuesday night classes on, you know, what is God up to? And remember that the analysis here for tonight's sake. Is to solve, is to solve, is to do what? Solve
2: Solve the sin issue with Satan. And to pass
0: judgment on the rightness of God in his punishment
2: of Satan. We are a part of that process.
0: Remember that what God is up to is to resolve, to solve, or to resolve, the sin issue with Satan. And the Bible is also on the other side, what Satan is up to, in order to keep the problem unsolved. You see that? So is I'm clear on that, make sure I am, or correct me. Or you know, make me do it again. Because what's going to happen here, and we are seeing the resolution of the sin problem right here in the Book of Revelation, is dealing with the finality, the finale of the sin problem, and
2: Satan is going to be put out of the picture permanently. Heaven is about to be restored to its original normal, but this time without whom?
0: Without the devil. It's going to be resolved without Satan. That's the normal. That's going to leave heaven
2: back to its original state. And Satan has already been told in chapter 12 that his time is short. He's got about three and a half years, and his time is up. Look at Acts chapter 3. Um, chapter 3 of
0: the book of Acts, uh, <clears throat> and verse 19. You need to
2: stick to your notes.
0: I do? <laughs> do I need to get back to my notes no. somehow? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Am I getting off too far?
1: You got off two verses, That's
0: Oh, 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 okay. That, okay, I see what you mean. Okay. Um, we passed over this in our Acts class on Sunday morning because it's a little... It's kind of hard to deal with some of this. Uh, <clears throat> but in verse 19, Therefore repent and return so that your sins may be wiped out, wiped away, in order that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord and he may send Jesus, the Christ appointed for you all. Now we dealt somewhat with that, because that's what's happening here in the book of Revelation. All that's being fulfilled right now. You see, it's kind of hard to have Acts and Revelation at two different times, because they're so entwined.
2: Whom heaven must receive... Until the period of restoration about all things.
0: Now that's what Revelation is talking about is the restoration of all things to where heaven is just like it was before Satan's disruption and being removed, and now his judgment permanently judged and cast into the lake of fire. He's history. And then everything is restored in God's presence the way it was before Satan came along and disrupted it. The book of Revelation is the book that brings us to that point that talks about what Acts chapter 3 verse 21 is talking about. The restoration of all things. How many
2: things is that? You get the drift. Oh, you're quick. Heaven
0: must receive. And then, you see, and then we have Christ coming back in Revelation to the Jews because that's who he was to and his judgment was of the Jews. Now when we die, what do we do? We go, it is the point where the man wants to die and then the judgment. That's Hebrews 9, 27, 28. Okay, so... What's that? At the end of chapter 9. At the end of chapter 9. So, you see, now everything that in the gospel is talking about judgment is referring to Jesus judging the Jews because he was in their covenant. He's not in our covenant. He can't judge us. Why? He's have a different covenant. He was under the covenant of the law. And so he judged the Jewish people according to the law. That's what's going to happen in Acts. I mean, in Revelation. And when that happens, he comes and has that judgment. And that judgment is completed. And you know, we're all going to we're all going to get there here. Just hang on. And uh, it may be not this year. Maybe not be next year. I and mean, then I won't be here. So I don't know what we're going to do. There are little bugs up here taking note, and they're getting prepared for takeover. But all things will be restored. Spoken of, everything spoken of by, by the mouth of this holy prophet from ancient time. And then he, he talks about ongoing, what, what's going to, how that's going to take place from the book of Acts perspective. But the book of Revelation is, is the how that's all going to take place so that what happened We cannot forget the big picture that what happened in heaven with Satan's rebellion against God is going to be resolved in this book. And there's no way that you can get the right idea
2: about God without having a grasp of that picture. And... Satan is not going down easily.
0: That's the dragon, by the way. He's calling out all of his reinforcements. He's has created a beast out of humanity.
2: He's going to equip that beast to try to stop the process of victory.
0: One last verse, and our claim is up. We're not as far as we were last week. Is case false? Look at look at uh, Romans uh, sixteen
2: verse twenty. I can't believe it. I hate to have people come so far, and then it seems
0: like the class is over so quick. We try to just go forty minutes, and I think we're pretty close. Look at the Acts uh, Romans Romans chapter sixteen and verse twenty. You see, Satan is not going down easy. He knows that his time is short. He had three and a half years from the last time we talked about it. He knows that. Now he's calling up all of the reinforcements that he can muster. Because he wants to stop the process of God's project getting finished. Our people in the churches today do not understand that the process has been completed. They're still looking for it to be completed. That's futurism.
1: It was only future when it was being written here.
0: It was future when it was being written. But it's not future now.
1: It was soon to come. It sure was. Yeah. It was very soon.
0: Very soon. And, uh, well, that says it all. It was soon. We know what soon means. Dinner's going to be ready soon. Well, I guess I'll go log a few more truckloads. When I get back to the house, there won't be anything to eat. It will have already been it. All right, look at Romans 16, 22. This is another one of those passages that people just kind of you know breeze over. For the report of your obedience has reached you all, therefore I'm rejoicing over you. But I want you to be wise in what is good and innocent in what is evil.
2: Now, the God of peace will soon reinforce, lift up, boom. Or were you listening? Crush.
0: Do we know what, have you ever been to a rock crushing, a rock crusher, um, you know, what, what they call these uh, pits where they do gravel work? Boy, those those are those are loud machines, huh? You have, you own one, don't you? Oh,
1: well, I have a gravel pit.
0: That's what I mean. But do they have crushers? Uh,
1: yeah, but they need to crush a lot more, so I can
0: receive <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> all right. Okay, but I mean, they're noisy. They're loud. Maybe they have fine-tuned it, but I can remember, you know, they used to bring rock crushers to highway sites, and they'd bring larger rocks, and they would crush them there on the site for some reason. There's a lot next to one of our customers that crushes cars, oh. and they crush them. There's probably 20 cars crushed, and they're in a pretty, pretty compact cube. So that's crushed. That's crushed. Crushed and ruined. Well, that says he's that's going That's pretty to, loud, too. What's that? I said, and that's
1: pretty loud, too. And
0: that's too... Oh, yeah. when it, That takes a loud... Um, a great impact. Now, they can buffer that some... The noise somewhat today, but... Anyway, anyway I think we understand what crush means. Yeah. The God of peace will crush Satan under your feet. And, of course... I don't think he was talking about far, far, far away because he says what? Soon. Satan is going to be crushed. (laughs) Under your
1: feet. They're part of the process, like you said.
0: They are a part of the process. Folks, when you get a handle on this, you understand how relevant this book is that it is bringing an end to the Satan that was the cause of the sin problem That Adam and Eve were the beginning of the solution to. Sin did not begin in the Garden of Eden. It began in heaven with the devil. And Adam and Eve came into being for the purpose of what we are realizing the fulfillment of right now. You see that? Get the picture? Do you get it? Repeat it back to me and take two hours. (laughs) All right. So uh,
1: what's his name was wrong? Satan didn't, or the devil didn't make him do it, right? No. Flip Flip, Wilson? Flip Wilson.
0: Yeah, Satan did did not make him do it. Yeah. It had already been done. Yeah, it's, uh, talk about turning the thing upside down. That that does it right there.
1: Yeah, so Satan's not in the world
0: Sure. No,
1: but you see the not not a n-
0: not in the way that he was then, his influence is still here who we are, and that that's because yeah that's because we're spiritual of spiritual beings that we're capable and we much have able. the same capability of doing now what Satan did then in the presence of God. But when we, but God now has a remedy. You see, Satan is not subject to that remedy. That's a great point. He has no remedy for him, because why, folks? Give this. He saw God and rebelled against God. We have not seen God. That's why don't go to where Jesus is God, because you see Him. You get it. You place yourself in the same position as Satan. See? Well,
1: you're really making people mad tonight.
0: <laughs> I know,
1: but I like it. I sleep
0: good. So, you see the point there? That if um, <clears throat> that um, we sin, we have not seen God. God has a remedy for us, and that remedy is Jesus Christ and His kingdom and His church that He established, set up, and gave the apostles
2: the powers of the executive will. You got that? That's not complicated.
0: You know It's that's, that's not complicated, but it's so often missed. So the reason that Satan has no option, he must be destroyed. And there is no remedy to him is because he did what he did, having seen God face to face, and he still rebelled against God and claimed that nobody would serve God unless they were bribed. That God, the difference between he and God was one of power, not of holiness. That was Satan's claim against God. The only difference between you and me is that you have more power. And so then that's why our salvation is not based on the power of God, but it's on the weakness of salvation, the weakness of Christ. He had to die. Turns everything around. Okay, our time is up. Any questions? I'm sorry we didn't get any further really tonight, but I wanted to get that off my chest. Maybe be dead by next week, and but you know, there there's a point there where a lot of folks don't have don't have a handle on that. And the reason that we have hope and that there's a remedy in God's solution is that we have not seen God and we come to him by faith. That's why 1 John chapter 5 says that faith is the victory that overcomes the world. And people are clasping for certainty. But certainly our salvation is not by sight but by faith. Faith is the victory. And so we have to believe in what God has said about things we have not seen. I've said that two or three times the last two or three weeks, but um, that's important. So just, just remember that this book, where we are right now, is Satan is coming down to his wire. He knows it. He's calling for reinforcements. He doesn't want to go down. He's not going to go down easily, but he's going to go down. And then when he is down, there will be the restoration of all things so that heaven will be as it was before sin, but without the devil. And everyone who then goes to heaven will go there on the basis of having believed what God has said without having seen him. And that's the basis of worship. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the attention tonight, for the interest, for the openness of thinking. Keep our minds clean and pure to accept what is right, no matter where we are, so that we can move toward better things. In Christ we pray, amen. Amen.
2: plus.